Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Always exciting when we get these opportunities. They don't happen often because uh, this individual, she's quite famous, and she's one of the best writers in sports out there, Kate Fagan on Twitter, at KateFagan3. She's got a new book out right now. It just released Hoop uh, Hoop Muses, an insider's guide to pop culture and the women's game. And she joins us, Metal Arc Media, Off the Looking Glass podcast. You've seen her on ESPN, and she joins us. Good morning, Kate. Thanks for hopping on with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. Portland is one of my favorite cities, so I'm happy to be with you. I uh, I have to admit something to you before I ask you about the book. I was in Minneapolis uh, sometime in May, and I I liked whenever I travel anywhere, I love to check out local coffee shops. It's it's me and my wife's favorite thing to do. Just see what the scene is. And as as I walked into a coffee shop, you walked right past me, and I what? I stood there and I went, oh my god, I. That's Kate Fagan. I know her. And my wife's like, are you going to say hi? And I was like, no, I don't want to bother her. I'm sure she gets it all the time. And we went in and we got coffee. It was a great spot. But I, I was like, I, I had a little bit of resentment that I didn't say hi to you and that I appreciate your work. Well, next time, uh, you should definitely say hello. I also, I also map my travel with a great coffee shop, which is why we probably ended up at the same great coffee shop. And, yes, I was there for one of our good friend's 40th birthday. So, would have been nice to say hello over a good cup of coffee. Well, it's it's good to have you on the radio show. I'm excited for your book that just got released yesterday. I, I am kind of curious here as as I dive in. I haven't gotten the book yet, and I know you worked with Simone Augustus. Like your last book was a pretty deeply personal book. I, I'm I'm always curious how authors decide to like what they decide to dive into, what they decide to commit their time to. This one seems like a really fun. Uh, you know, futuristic retelling of, of women hoops and, and creating lore and mythology or, or even like, you know, godlike levels of basketball and women's hoops. How you go from something so deeply personal to this? Well, I suppose if you look at all of the books I've done, I mean, the one before that was What Made Maddie Run, and it was yep. about this young athlete who died by suicide. I, I mean, I wasn't consciously thinking this, but it was nice to work on Hoop Muses, this book that was leading with joy and vibrancy and fun because so much of what I had done while hopefully conveying important stories like had felt so heavy, both from like my dad's ALS diagnosis to the discussions of suicide and impact of athlete mental health. And it was really nice in working on this book. I mean, I, I took it seriously and I feel like honoring these women in history is a serious endeavor, but it certainly is just infused with a kind of joy. I can't say there was like a straightforward reasoning or like a conscious level of reasoning of doing that. But I, I do think that that, that brought me um, a lot of contentment is, is sharing some, some humor and some creativity in a way that I probably hadn't on ESPN or in some of my previous books. 
Well, and the, the art looks awesome as well as, as I'm looking here at the cover. And the description of the book is it's a fascinating look. And if you could share just like a little a little anecdote of what the book is, is basically what you're telling in this story. Well, I mean, I want to try and make this as concise as possible, but <laughs> right, we've got these amazing illustrations. We've got beautiful comic book art. We've got reimagined movie posters. All of it is to the end is, is to the goal of, of taking these women in history and, and raising them to the levels of mythology that we often do in men's sports. But what's, what was fascinating in going back in the history, because like pre, basically pre-Cheryl Miller, like from Naismith inventing the game until Cheryl Miller plays at University of Southern California, like that was all just like open time to me as far as I was concerned. And yet, I mean, I could take you through so many just like really rich stories of like barnstorming all women's teams who traveled the country to, you know, the first intercollegiate game where, where men are climbing the scaffolding because they're not allowed to watch. I mean, there was just, there's so many women and so many stories that if they had happened on the men's side, like we, we would have, we would have made scripted shows about them. We would, we would have made movies. There'd be books. Um, life. Did we lose her? Did we got her? We had cut out there a little bit. Kate, are you there? Am I back? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just cut out at the very end of that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you Got finished it. with. I, I said I and I wanted to infuse those stories with life. Oh, okay, okay. This is a hoop, mu- a hoop muse. I keep starting the hoop word with an M. Hoop muses an insider's guide to pop culture and the women's game. It just got released. This is Kate Fagan. She's on Twitter at Kate Fagan three. Give her a follow. Off the Looking Glass, Metal Arc Media employee, great writer, one of the best out there. Uh, in sports, you know, that is interesting to tell the stories and to create some of the all-time legendary stuff that that a lot of people don't know about, that, that they have never heard about. And I think a book like this is going to open a lot of eyes. In some ways, though, Kate, would you say that we're living kind of in the building of the heroes and the all-time stuff now? Like, not to take away from the past, but Tarasi and, and Bird, and you've got this new wave of Candace Park. you got all these all-time legendary players. Brianna Stewart had a big off-season where everybody's kind of following where she's going and what she's doing. It, 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 it may take a lot longer, but it feels like right now we, we're building some of these, these all-time stories for women's hoops. I think so. And I think the key thing about that is that, you know, in, in, in Hoop Muses, we sort of start in the future at the 75th anniversary of the WNBA, and we're honoring the Sue Birds and, and the Brianna Stewart because – from now, I think, into the future, unless something happens unforeseen to all of us, there's going to be this unbroken lineage. I don't see the game being canceled again, right? I don't see people deeming it unladylike or all of the different interruptions of the history of women's basketball like that we talk about in Hoop News. Is like, those are a thing of the past. And so what we have now is a game that has reached new heights and storytelling that is unlike anything we've seen before. So I think we are in, you know, we are in the mythology, even though it can't be mythology without time, that right. necessary ingredient. But I, I do think we're at the forefront of building that for the future. The numbers simply state like women's hoops is rising in popularity. It's rising in TV ratings. There's one player for me. I, I've been really honest with listeners about this. Like college basketball on the men's side, I just I'm I find it really hard to watch. I'm a big NBA fan, so the 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 difference offensively in the way that they play, it just it's really hard for me to want to follow and get you know heavily involved. And on the other side, though, 
I have a Kate and Clark at Iowa that's doing things oh. that feel like Steph Curry like like how do you mm-hmm. put into words what you've seen from Caitlin Clark? You played at Colorado. If I showed Caitlin Clark film to you at Colorado in like 2004, what would you even have thought of that player? I I would have thought you were some sort of magician from you know who was taking me into the future. I mean, there's just no comparison to the way even the recent history. Right? I, I stopped playing at Colorado in 2004, and the way the game is now compared to then, like you, you can't compare it. The size, the speed, the training, the dynamic nature of it. And it's funny you bring up Caitlin Clark at Iowa because Iowa has the, I would say, of any state in, in the U.S., Iowa has the richest history with the game of women's basketball. I mean, there's just so many stories about the way that they have honored and kept that game front and center and built a really rich history. So, in some ways, it's so cool after reading about Iowa's history now to see packed arenas watching a homegrown Iowa talent. It just it feels so right because of the place Iowa has in women's basketball history. I, I tend to believe like dynasties, people always say dynasties are great for sports. And I, I think that can be true. I do think it can reach a point of annoyance. See the New England Patriots here for most people. But I think one good thing that women's hoops has going for it is UConn had this amazing run, and it felt like it was my whole life that UConn women's hoops was number one. <laughs> and it, it feels like college hoops, and I, I hope Caitlin Clark, is, as I mentioned her, I hope that she can go far into the tournament. I think that would be big for the sport and, and big for, for, for getting eyeballs. But like just the sport in general, it feels like we're kind of finally at a place where everybody's caught UConn. UConn's not just, oh, well, UConn's going undefeated or UConn will never lose for three years. It, it feels like there's so much more parity now, and UConn's kind of more down a little bit. I think they're seventh right now in the last rankings we had. Does it feel that way? Is somebody following really closely? I, I think the days of UConn winning, whatever, I can't remember, 111 consecutive games or whatever it was, it, I mean, I, those days are just gone. There, there's just the infusion of talent, the proliferation of the of the game. And by that, I mean, like, the ability to understand the game and see training both through social media. Like, it means that anywhere in this country, a young girl can learn this game in a way that is unprecedented. And so I don't think there's – that doesn't mean I don't think when Paige Beckers at UConn gets healthy that they not, they're not winning the title next year. Obviously, that is – I mean, they could, knowing UConn, they could win the title this year, but they're not going to steamroll over opponents the way that they have before. And, you know, I think there was a time and place for UConn to dominate, like you said, basically from 1995 off and on until, you know, 2017, I I believe, maybe it's 2016, the last year they, they won a title. I mean, there was a time and a place for that, but it's the future now. And you've got programs, like you said, like Indiana, like Iowa, I mean, you're pretty close to that Oregon program, which itself has been national news in, in so many years. It's just the, the game itself has evolved to a point where I don't think we're not going to have the title winner you know, winning by 80 points. I, I'm, I'm excited for the book to be released. I'm sure you are as well. It feels like the response is going to be pretty good. Uh, are you a little bummed you didn't get to add this Alabama's girls basketball team that beat the boys and then was <laughs> denied the championship because of some, you know, weird little stipulation of, of how they accumulated their team together and why they even had to play in this tournament. Yeah. I mean, we had to send this book to the printer at some point. Um, 
And I, yeah, I've, I've been lamenting the fact that I don't have like a Brianna Stewart goes to the New York Liberty and Kevin Durant advocates for her free agency signing. I mean, there's, there's been so many things even in the last few months that feel like part of the lore uh, of women's basketball and that Alabama team. And that story is right in line with that. Uh, get you out of here with this one. Uh, Portland is a city that, you know, we're diehard soccer fans and we love our blazers. The, the thorns have some of the best attendance in, in the women's league. Do, do you think the WNBA is going to expand soon? And, do you think Portland, Oregon is a place that potentially could be getting one of those teams? I, I, I do think that WNBA is going to be expanding soon, and I, and I do believe Portland is in the, in the top five discussion of cities that, that needs a team, both from you know, the financial assets and the financial community there that would support it, as well. I mean, you mentioned the Thorns. That there's a perfect kind of case study about how Portland responds both to women's sports as well as its its own sports teams, whether it's the Blazers or it's a, a women's sports team. So, and and just the homegrown talent that we've seen in in that area of the country, I feel like it may not be the first expansion team. I feel like that it's probably going to be like Bay Area, but it's definitely a place that every time I talk to somebody, it's like that that's got to be one of the next destinations because of its its lineage of, of supporting these kinds of franchises. Well, Kate, uh, I appreciate you hopping on. I, I could talk to you for an hour. We have radio clocks that exist. I, I'm really happy for you. The Hoop <laughs> Muses, an insider's guide to pop culture in the women's game. Um, I, I hope this thing goes up on the bestsellers list. I, I'm a big fan of your work at Metal Arc Media, so keep up the great work. Thanks for hopping on with us. And, hey, maybe next time we're both in the same city doing the exact same thing, I'll, I'll actually say hi and introduce myself. Yeah, let's go get a good cup of coffee in Portland, which is not hard to find. All right, there we go. Thanks so much for hopping on with us. Bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 